Welcome to the Spiritual Warfare Network Podcast, the training ground for warriors in Christ who are ready to walk in their God-given power and authority. Apostle DeCoy Green is about to equip you with kingdom strategies and teach you how to strategically pray and effectively engage the enemy in spiritual warfare. Now let's get into today's teaching. Good evening, good evening, everyone. This is Apostle Cor Green, the final of of Opera and Kingdom. I greet you all in the precious name of Jesus. Welcome you to our weekly Bible study. Welcome to those who watch live on YouTube, on Periscope, on Facebook, or listen to a replay broadcast, or listen to a podcast. Again, I greet you all in the precious name of Jesus. So we're going to open up in prayer <clears throat> and jump right on into the Word of God. Father God, we come now, we give you glory. Honor and praise, we thank you for this day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, God, for the word that should go forth on today. We know it should go forth with power and accomplish what you set it out to accomplish in the lives of these two people. Open our eyes to see our ears to hear. Touch our hearts that we may receive whatever it is that you're releasing in this hour. In the mighty name of Jesus, speak to me, speak through me, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Holy Spirit. Continue to open our eyes, give us revelation of the word of God. We come against any seeds that you may try to sow to try to snatch this word. We cancel it in advance in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We praise. We honor you now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Again, good evening, everyone. Uh, all right. So we are <clears throat> still on our series, Defeating the Demonic Strongman. Uh, and last week, we were in part three. And we continued talking about the function uh, of a godly strongman. Uh, and, and, and again, uh, how, of course, we are the manifestation of Christ in the earth, uh, meaning that we're, we are the anointed one. Christ means the anointed one. We are uh, the anointed ones who came after Christ. And that, of course, part of our job is to remind demons that nothing belongs to them and that we have to show them by taking back anything that they stole. So, again, there's the demonic strongman and there's godly strongman. And, and we have the ability to be godly strongmen. Uh, to come up against the works of the enemy. Uh, so that's understanding our authority. That's understanding, again, we, we've been sitting here to rule, to reign, to have dominion. Uh, and again, uh, of course, Psalm 115, 16, that the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth, he gave to all humanity. He gave it to us to rule. As strong men on this earth, he gave it to us to rule. And so it's on us, again, uh, to <clears throat> uh, to rule in, in, in this earth. It's not God's responsibility to rule on earth. It's our responsibility to rule on earth. And again, uh, uh, he expects us to bring his kingdom right here on earth. So again, nothing belongs to the enemy, though the enemy believes things belong to them. But we have to enforce our right as children of God and rightfully go back and take back what's been stolen from us. And plus interest and to go back and take territory from the enemy that the enemy believes that there's to begin with. And we go and conquer and gain new territory again. As we advance the kingdom of God. So um, the understanding again that we have functions uh, as a godly strongman against uh, demonic strongman. So if you missed that last week, uh, make sure you go back uh, and watch the replay. Uh, all right. So today uh, we are going forward with part four. Again, we're going to spend some time uh, uh, taking our time going through this series. Uh, so so tonight is part four, <clears throat> uh, Defeating the Demonic Strongman. We're going to talk about strongholds of the strongman. Strongholds of the strongman, right? And so again, we know that the strongman 
does not want to be found out. The strong man wants to remain hidden. The strong man sends their uh, uh, their troops, their lower lower ranking spirits working under them uh, to do their bidding, to do their work, to try to wear you down, to try to make us tired, to try to do all type of things just so that they can stay calling the shots, but stay behind the scenes. So the strong man also builds strongholds. So again, a strong man builds strongholds. And so one aspect of a demonic stronghold is an incorrect thought pattern. It could be a simple seed that the enemy sows in your mind. That's a lie. And the attempt for them to get us to believe it. So, again, based on our, uh, our, our flesh or our feelings, we may believe that lie for a period of time until we correct that thought pattern with the truth of God's word. The lies of saying you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not attractive enough, you're not this enough. All these lies that you try to sow, you're not going to move forward or this is how it's going to be. You might as well accept this. What's the point of trying? All these seeds, the lies the enemy tries to sow in our mind, those incorrect thought patterns that are thoughts independent of God. Remember, a thought independent of God is actually sin. A thought independent of God. It's the enemy coming in, trying to sow a seed to get us to go in the opposite direction for where God wants us to go in. So we have to cast down that stronghold. So that's one definition of a stronghold, an incorrect thought pattern. So you have to renounce it and cast it down the spirit. <clears throat> and so, again, the enemy will attempt to build a stronghold or a wall, a fortress, etc., around you and hide behind it. While attempting to use it as a defense or even offense against falls of Christ. So we ought to tear down those walls in the spirit and anything that tries to exalt itself above God or again goes against God's will. So the strong man tries to hide behind their strongholds as well. They're trying to hide behind it. Again, they don't want to be seen. They want, don't want to be found out, but they want to call all the shots. And remember, we talk with strong men. We can be talk about. Multiple strong men. A strong man that's assigned to your bloodline that's now assigned to you. A strong man that's assigned to your city that's now assigned to you. A strong man assigned to your neighborhood that's now assigned to you. A strong man that's assigned to stop certain things from happening in your life. A strong man, it could be a strong man just on assignment to try to prevent you from getting married or staying married. Or a stronghold, a strong man on assignment just to continue to try to flick your body with sickness and disease. And so, and remember, with all these strong men, they have troops who work under them. All these strong men have an army that they rule over. And that's why sometimes the fight, again, has been so intense because the enemy already recognized who you are, what you carry, how dangerous you are. So they start trying to fight you before you even come into the knowledge of who you are in Christ. This is why we can't afford not to pray. We can't afford not to war. We're in a fight. We're in a war. And people don't like to hear the word. I'm tired of fighting. Well, you've been you tired of fighting because you've been fighting in your strength. That's the flesh getting frustrated. That's the enemy sowing seeds, wrong thought patterns to try to make you tired, to try to make you weary, to try to make you give up, to try to make you curse yourself. That's what the strong man wants to do. They want to buy time because the strong man don't want to leave. The strong man already is not going to leave without a fight. So that's why we have to fight strategically. The strong man is patient. 
and they can buy more time in their mind because they build all these strongholds, starting with the wrong thought, the wrong thought patterns that we have to correct, that we have to change. What have you been believing that's been a lie? What have you been accepting that's a lie? Incorrect thought patterns. And so again, but just as they're godly, uh, uh, demonic strongmen, there's also godly strongmen, as we talked about already. But there are also godly strongholds and demonic strongholds. We're going to mainly get into the demonic strongholds today. But let's go to Psalm 91. Psalm 91 verses 1 to 7. Psalm 91 verses 1 through 7. Again, Psalm 91 verses 1 through 7. Again, we're talking about strongholds of the strong man. Psalm 91, verses 1 through 7. New Living Translation says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor of the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. These evils will not touch you. So this psalm is all about God's protection for his children against the enemy. So before we recognize again uh, that the strong man has a stronghold, we must understand that we too have the ultimate stronghold, which is God himself. He is our refuge. He is our place of safety. And in the New King James Version, it uses the word, uh, he is our fortress. And the Hebrew word uh, for fortress is translated as to mean stronghold. God is our stronghold. God is our protection. God is our fortress. He is our stronghold, our strong tower. He is our protection. He is our place of safety. We understand that. We understand that basic premise. But before we get into uh, uh Demonic strongholds, we have to understand that we also have a godly stronghold. And this passage talks about the traps, the disease, the terror, the arrows that the enemy tries to throw at us. Yet in the midst of these attacks, if we make God our stronghold, we can destroy the stronghold of the enemy. Again, if we make God our stronghold, we can destroy the stronghold of the enemy. Our wicked enemies try to, again, they try to hide behind the demonic strongholds. That's what the strong man is trying to hide behind demonic strongholds that they built. And again, they love to hide behind it. It's like an added layer of protection. It's an added layer of protection. So, so. Let's say we, we, we throw an arrow in, in a realm of the spirit. Sometimes what the strong man will do or put another demon in front of it to take that to take that shot. To take that blow on every half. 
Or they say, okay, well, if they get to that demon, then that stronghold they put up, they, 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 they're trying to say, okay, well, let that arrow hit the stronghold. Let that fire destroy. It, it might knock down the stronghold, but the strong man outlasted the blow because it was just a strong tower, the stronghold that got hit. Just like you think of a war. There's a wall. There's walls. You got to destroy the walls or go over the wall to get to your target. Unless the wall is your target. So this is all part of the fit strategies of the enemy. A stronghold on the enemy side is their defense strategy. Just like a stronghold for us is our defense strategy. God is our protector. He's our stronghold. So to get to the demonic strong man, hear me clearly, you must destroy their strongholds. Again, to get to the demonic strong man, we must destroy the demonic stronghold. Are you following me? And that can only be done through prayer and through the other weapons, the spiritual weapons God's given us. Your prayer life, you know already know it's a weapon. It's your first and your last line of defense. That's not going to change. Your prayer and your warfare begin to weaken the stronghold of the strong man. You got to understand why this whole thing is about patience. The strong man is patient. The strong man plans. We talk about the demonic strong man. They're patient. They plan. They have strategy. They don't just rush into any old thing. They have a plan. They strategize. They study. So as a godly strong man, we got to plan. We got to have patience. We got to strategize. We got to study. We got to study. We've got to have a prayer life. We got to have a fasted life. Don't you know that witches and warlocks and sorcerers go on fast too? It's just under Satan. They're trying to get more power. They're trying to get more insight. Everything God creates, Satan tries to duplicate in an evil version of it. We fast, we pray to crucify this flesh, seem to draw closer to God, etc. Witches, warlocks, and sorcerers fast and pray under Satan to try to get more power, to try to get more information. Are you being outprayed, outfasted, outstudied by a witch or warlock for evil? Hello, somebody. Think about that. And so the strong man employs all of that. They utilize all that to their advantage. So we can't afford not to pray. We can't afford not to have a facet life when we know we're in a real war. And again, by the time we're done, with this series or just in general, you should not be afraid of the word fight. You should not hear the word fight and want to run or hear the word fight and get upset because you're tired of fighting and try to hear the word fight. Why well, I got to fight all the time? Why well, I'm fighting, fight, fight, fight. Because you're fighting in your strength. You're fighting in your strength. You will get frustrated. And there may be moments. But you don't want to live in those moments of frustration. Because that frustration now caused you to have a what? Wrong threat thought pattern, which is a what? Stronghold that the enemy just used again to build up to buy more time. The enemy is already working overtime, trying to slow you down. So we can't afford to be off our post and casually pray, casually spend time with God, casually spend time with his word, just being casual on his journey. When the enemy ain't nothing casual about the strong man. There's nothing casual about the demonic strong man. They didn't just show up yesterday. They were on the earth before we got here. 
So we can't afford not to seek God. We can't afford not to spend time with God. Our life, hear me clearly, our life depends on it. Put in perspective now. And so I'm just showing you, I'm just breaking down a stronghold. To get to the demonic strongman, you must destroy the stronghold. And some folks, oh, why well, I take all these steps? Oh, it's all this. And then now it's this. And then there's something else. And then there's something else. You do understand that you're in war. And no one goes to war without strategy. This is a war. Some battles are quick. Other battles are more long drawn out because you got more that's trying to work against you. But at the end of the day, if you keep showing up, you're guaranteed victory. The word of God makes this clear. Galatians 6, 9. Do not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you do not faint. That, 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 that's clear, clear instructions now. You're guaranteed to win. But don't grow weary in doing good now. And then you start getting caught up in what other folks are doing or feeling like they ain't fighting as much and they're not as much warfare and they're not going through as much. And then now you're looking at the wrong thing. And then that's, that's another stronghold that the enemy just erected because now you're comparing yourself to someone else, comparing yourself to someone else's process. And then a the strong man just use that as another stronghold. Because now you have a wrong thought pattern in your mind that you're subscribing to, that you're responding to, that you're reacting to, that you're speaking over yourself. And the strong man just use that as another stronghold. Hello. So if the enemy's trying to cause us all this havoc on earth, don't you think it would make sense for us to cause even more havoc for them? That's why when you hear the word fight, I don't want you to be to clench up and, and oh, I'm tired and fight. Oh, no, I don't want to fight. And why well, I got to fight all the time? It shouldn't take all of this. It, it shouldn't require all of that. It, that stronghold, stronghold, you curse yourself. It shouldn't require this. And it shouldn't take all of this. Why I got to go through this and why I got to face that. And it shouldn't be this difficult. And it should stronghold, stronghold, strong man, building more stronghold because you got the wrong thought pattern, the wrong thought process that the enemy is now using against you. I'm showing you how they work now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just delivering the mail. The more you know about them, the more you can be even better in how you strategize against them. Hello, but we got to watch our words. So again, to get to the demonic strong man, you must destroy their strongholds. And I'm not saying that you're not going to have moments. The flesh will have moments where you feel upset. That's fine. God can handle that. But don't live there. Don't stay there. Don't swim in that. That's a, a demon's playground. It's a demon's playground. So again, your prayer and your warfare begins to weaken the stronghold of the strong man. But that's where it gets interesting. Because you don't realize how many strongholds you've already destroyed. The enemy would have you to believe that you're doing nothing, that you're barely scratching the surface, that you're barely impacting because you're going by what you don't see. Well, I don't see that manifestation yet. So these prayers aren't working. This war ain't working. But what you don't see is that there might have been my 500 strongholds, small ones, big ones. Some of them come together. And you might have got through 
455 of them. And, and, and it don't mean that it's all long and drawn up, but I'm sure it could be a whole bunch of strongholds. But they don't want you to know that you destroyed so many of them and that the strong man is running out of time, that the strong man is running out of armor, that the strong man is, 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 is getting weaker. They're getting more exposed, so they want you to run and say, what's the point? And give up. And then, then you start cursing yourself. And then now they're big, they, they, the very walls you torn down, they're starting to build back up. The very strongholds you destroyed, they're starting to build back up. Hello? Hello? Put it in perspective now. Put it in perspective. So, 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 so you have to understand. You have to understand now that 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 there is a strategy that they're using to try to make you think that you're losing. Now, how in the world you gonna think that you're losing when Christ guaranteed your victory? Though it's not automatic, it's automatic by us continuing to show up and doing our part and, and praying and warring and staying in faith, being obedient to God, which is not difficult. You keep showing up. And now you're destroying those strongholds. So the fact that you, if you've been thinking that you're losing, that's a stronghold of the enemy. That's a wrong thought pattern that they're using to hide behind. We got to replace those lies with the truth. Replacing those lies with the truth. All right. And so so therefore, if if, if it's going to take your prayer, it's going to take your fasting, it's going to take your warfare, et cetera, et cetera, uh, uh, to, to destroy these strongholds. We have to be persistent and consistent. Until we knock down every stronghold the strong man has set up. The strong man is trying to outlast you. They're trying to outlast you. Hello? Put, put it in perspective. Put, put it in perspective now. So, 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 so when you look at it now. At the end of the day, if the strong man. Is building these strongholds and they're persistent at it. We're persistent at destroying, hello, destroying the strongholds to then get to the strong man that the strong man can be bound and cast out. Okay, so follow me now. And so, so we got to be persistent, we got to be consistent. Because they don't often set up just one stronghold. That's the point I want you to understand. The strong man sets up many strongholds, as many strongholds as they can, because for them, that's their backup. For them, that's their that's their defense. For them, that's their security. As many strongholds that they can set up, the, the, the harder it is, they feel that they can it'll be, be able to get to them. The more they feel they can hide. And then they'll send their other demons or other ones working for them ahead to take some of the shots for them. So they try to set up as many layers as they can so they can stay in hiding. And so, again, remember, God is our stronghold, our safety, our protection. Now, now we're able to understand our identity as Christ, as we were reminded of last week. But the function of a godly strong man, you understand you are a godly strong man. 
come up against a demonic strongman. It's fire versus fire, strength versus strength, power versus power. We're not going to underestimate our enemy because the thing about it is the strong man don't show up just because. The strong man shows up when there's enough room for the strong man to show up. The strong man shows up when the threat level is enough for the strong man to show up. And more strong men show up when they see that the threat level is that much higher, so they show up. They don't just show up for just anybody. There's some demons, there's low-ranking demons that can handle some people that don't need a strong man. Now, the strong man may take things just for fun, but as I mentioned before, there's a difference when the strong man or the enemy uh, wants to attack. They do it as a sport, they do it for fun, when they want to attack. But it's different from them wanting to, to when they have to, when they need to. And you want to be in a position where they need to. They have to try to come after you because of the threat level that you are. They're not doing it because they want to. They're doing it because they have no other choice. Hello? Because they have no other choice. Put it in perspective. They have no other choice. They're coming for you not because they want to. They're coming for you because they have no choice. If they let you go loose and free, they know that you're going to cause more and more damage to their kingdom. Satan understands that. That's why there's been more than one strong man that's been assigned to certain areas in your life. But we can destroy those strongholds. But know that you're causing damage. You are winning. The enemy, of course, has to lie and make you think you're losing, make you think you're gaining no ground, make you think nothing's changing. But in the realm of the spirit, a lot is changing. A lot is happening. A lot of movements happening. And you're going to have to see the physical manifestation. But the problem is, of course, you get you get tired and get worn out and get tired and get worn out. And then you quit and you slow down and then you say things and curse yourself. Then strongholds are built up again and strongholds are built up again. Or you never or you de de destroyed some strongholds, but there were more strongholds. And a strong man was there, or you destroyed all the strongholds, and a strong man was there, but you didn't get to the strong man because you quit, you blacked out, you gave up, you got burned out. So God is trying to renew your strength. He wants to renew your strength. Understand that God is our stronghold. Repeat after me: God is my stronghold. Say it again: God is my stronghold. All right. So so we've addressed that now. We, we've broken it down again uh, that God is our stronghold. We've broken down. Understand it, that that there's uh, uh, demonic strongholds and there's godly strongholds. God is our stronghold as children of God. As followers of Christ, God is our stronghold and demonic strong men build up demonic strongholds. Let's go to Second Corinthians 10. Second Corinthians 10 verses three through six. Second Corinthians 10. Verses three through six. Then in Second Corinthians ten, verses three through six. Second Corinthians ten, verses three through six.
It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. For pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled when your obedience is fulfilled so in this passage apostle paul was defending his ministry there were false teachers etc people who were rising up who was trying to discredit his ministry and the gospel that he was preaching the strong man understand the strong man will do everything they can to try to discredit you they'll do everything they can to try to discredit you and, and then, then i can go back to even uh now, when I when I think about it in perspective, uh, 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 even when I'm thinking about back when I was in college, I, I didn't understand. I knew the enemy, you know, was fighting and stuff of like that, but I didn't know the, the 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 what the enemy was trying to do. Uh, there was some some conspiracies going on. There were people who were trying to, you know, lie. I remember this one guy who was supposedly a minister uh, was saying that um, that. Um, he was going to go start his own Bible study because I had a Bible study I was leading on campus and he was going to go start his own Bible study and uh, and uh, that his Bible study was going to be better than mine. And, you know, trying to tell people now, I, I know nothing about this. Uh, I know he obviously was jealous of me and whatnot. Uh, and um, come to find out again, I know, but I understand stronghold, strong man behind the scene. And so. He he told. Well, the person he told told one of my friends who then told me. Now it's like, oh, seriously, this is what we're doing? And so, again, this is the same person connected with some other people. Uh, and then uh, now and then there was there was this 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 faculty member, this staff member. I remember when um, uh, he was he was also a pastor, uh, was a staff member. And uh, they wanted to do some type of boycott. So now I was the I was, you know, leading the ministry on campus. I was also the student body president. So I had multiple responsibilities. And so. I had a an, an event that was going to be on campus. It was like this gospel talent show, gospel step show, something like that. And uh, so he he called this meeting, you know, for you know a lot of the students to come together, come together. Uh, and and uh, so he called a meeting for them to come together. Now keep in mind, this pastor and this other guy. This was a pastor who was faculty leader, staff leader. I mean, on the staff, also a pastor. The other guy uh, was actually a minister who also served with this pastor. So uh, I'm showing you. Uh, uh, strongholds that was going on that I didn't realize was going on. Uh, and so anyway, so they had this big meeting. And so they knew that I had this event coming up. And so they wanted to boycott the game. I forgot what it was about, but it wasn't really nothing that was for the dude what they was trying to do. And uh, i never forget. i never forget it was yesterday. And so we're sitting in this big auditorium, people talking, you know, saying he's on stage and saying it's the pastor, one who's a, a staff member. And he was like, uh, well, you know, uh, I need you. Uh, uh, to cancel uh, that event that you have. I was like, ah, no, nah, I can't do it. I got people coming from out of state, out of town. I can't just cancel it. It's like like this week. Like It's not this is like months in advance. This is coming up right now. And I said, well, I can't do that. It's not feasible, whatnot. And I forgot what, it was something silly that they wanted to boycott about. I don't remember what it was, uh, but that wasn't even, it was just a whole nother agenda. And I said, no, I can't do that. I said, now after it, you can come and support, do whatever. And, and in front of everybody, 
I mean, this is a this is I, I'm a student. He is a grown adult, faculty, you know, seasoned person, right? And he was like, "What what what are you talking about? You don't want to cancel? You you know what they did back in the day? They didn't meet to just have Bible study. They, they talked about what the next move was going to be. They talked about how can we make the next move? And you talk about you don't want to cancel this event. You just wet behind your ears. You just learning how to read the Bible. I'm a theologian, so I'm now. It's funny because I just taught the Bible study. I remember this time I was just teaching my Bible study about. You know how Jesus didn't say a word, you know, in the midst of accusations, certain things like time to speak, time to be silent. And how and I just taught this. So now the enemy, remember I tell you, the enemy will test every bit of your authority, every bit of your faith. So then he comes at me and says, and I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. It wasn't for me. I wasn't going to come at him like that. I wasn't going to say nothing. I didn't say a word. Come out now. Now, these are my peers now. Like, man, how you handle that, man? I can't. I, that was me, man. I, I couldn't have done that. How you, you didn't say nothing. And, you know, he he was supposed to be the one that's, you know, supposed to be over us, supposed to be the full grown adult and the seasoned person. And and he and a pastor. And he's coming at you like that and saying all that stuff for that. So anyway, so so that went on. And so the next day uh, I'm just going to class. I'm going to class and this other individual uh, who lived a certain type of life, if you will, was going around. Passing stuff out, talking, yeah, we try to say it in front of me, yeah, we're going to impeach our our student body president. We're going to get rid of him um, because, you know, whatever they were saying. And they say it right around me, and I didn't say a word, just kind of smiled and, okay, didn't say nothing. And uh, so now, so you got all these, this conspiracy going around. Uh, and I got, I mean, I got stories for days, but again, so this, but this was clearly a, a, a an, an attempt to get me to shut up. And I wanted to try to get me to shut down what we were doing. Trying to get me to shut down Bible study pretty much. Oh, and to take matters to a second, uh, even deeper level. If that's not enough, we got the VP. Now we get to the VP. A VP at the school, at the university. Comes to me. Well, you need to give up one. You can't be you doing all this Bible study and having, because we was doing stuff that David Dunn on campus before. We having straight up revival service, church services, and the university center. Folks getting saved, getting healed, getting delivered, prophesied to stuff that they, they weren't used to all that. So now this is on campus. Folks getting out of basketball practice. They're seeing the service going. They're just stopping. And now what's going on? Getting prayed for, stayed out of basketball practice. Service going on, preaching going on, the word going forth. And so the VP comes to me. Now, staff members, faculty members are coming to this to, to these revival services. Tears in the eye, get saved, set free. Talk about stuff they've been burned to me. I'm talking full-fledged faculty members, staff are being blessed by this. The VP calls me into the office. What's going on, Doc? What's going on? Yeah, uh, you need to stop all this. I'm not because I we also had to go to him to get certain things approved. Like he's like, I'm not signing no more papers for 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 this ministry. I'm not signing nothing for nothing else because you know we had we had to request certain money from the student body or. The government to get money for events and stuff like whatever case to be. He said, I'm not signing nothing else. I'm not signing nothing else. I said, Well, okay. I said, Well, that's what it is. That's fine. I said, But if you, I'm here for God, I'm here on assignment. I said, I will give up the student body present position before I, for you think I'm going to give up the ministry. I said, But let me tell you this. He said, Because people complain about the noise and the stuff, y'all, the services and all that stuff. I said, There's one person that's complaining. I call, I said, There's one person. And I know who that one person is because I see him walking around. I said, but by the end of this day, I'll have a petition full of people saying otherwise. What he say? Couldn't say nothing. I like, don't don't try me because now you're crossing the line. I don't care what title you carry. I'm respect you, but I'm here because of God. So now I done got to the VP now, trying to shut me up, trying to shut me down. What God was doing. 
but I, we just got louder. We just got bolder. We just got better. So that that's a perfect example of stronghold. They were trying to hit me from. They were trying to use bully tactics, trying trying to trying to trying to oppose me to my face. These are people in high level positions at the university who's literally trying to shut up what God is doing, because those demons was upset because of what was happening on that campus, what was happening in the lives of students on that campus. Stronghold at work, but recognize you taking your stand and being obedient to what the Lord says. Being obedient to what the Lord says, but that was one attack after another. And then other lies start coming up, but other stuff, I was like, what? Like when I say stuff was so far-fetched, I mean, far-fetched, like stuff that people call like, so somebody told you what? Who said that? Like crazy stuff. All types of stuff. Like like all type of crazy stuff that I was like, it was so, it was so mind-boggling. Like what to the point I was like, well, God, well, who am I? Tell all this kind of crazy stuff is gone. I mean, talking left field stuff. But it was laughable to me. And then it's funny, one day we were in a meeting, and uh so my my, my friends, my homeboys at the time, they were like, the same one of the same guys I told you that claimed he was stars on Bible stuff. He was like, Man, you saw the way he was looking at you? Dude was staring at you with an evil look like he just wanted to kill you. Like they saw it. Couldn't even hide it. I said, that was that demon rising up, them demons rising up. And so I'm saying is that the enemy wants to use bully tactics. Some of you, they're doing it on your job. For some of you, they're doing it in your family. But at the end of the day, you got to stand your ground and understand that you're causing damage. Know when to speak, when to be silent. But you better believe I was dealing with that thing in prayer behind the scenes. Dealing with that thing in prayer behind the scenes. And that's before my prayer life was anyway like it is now. But I'm showing you that even then, before I fully even knew who I was, the strong there were strong men trying to attack, strongholds trying to be built up, trying to silence what God had put in me to do. So the enemy's been working his plan. They're patient. They're patient. And so and so we we see in this passage now again, Apostle Paul. They was trying to discredit him because what he was doing, because what he was preaching. Trying to discredit him. Simple as that. And and I took joy in knowing that I knew lies were being touched on that campus. It was it was evident, physical evidence. There was no denying it. When now you're getting faculty and staff is getting involved and being transformed. People who cried because I graduated. Faculty, staff member. Because of the glory of God that was brought there. And no good of my own. But it's about assignment. And it's understanding that the strong man wants to shut you up. They want to shut you down. They want to bully you. But you've got to know that you're causing damage. And they're coming at you the way they're coming at you because of who you are. And I recognize it wasn't flesh and blood. Tell me that I'm wet behind my ears. I'm just learning how to read the Bible. He's a theologian. Oh, I still remember it because it was funny to me. Even then it was funny. And then he called me now. He called me because now the word done got out. Now, now he getting backlash. He's getting backlash. So he calls me on my uh, little campus phone, whatnot, calls me. I, 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 I just wanted to uh, apologize, you know, how I said it, what I said there. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I just want, now, now he did it behind closed doors, but he should have made a public apology. He had a public platform. He didn't make a public apology. He did it behind the scene. I let him have it. I said, cool, no big deal, because I wasn't offended by it. It was funny to me. Because I knew what he was saying was going to start what God was doing. 
So because of the backlash, because see, again, it shows there's more for you than that against you. But I was strong, man, trying to suffocate what God was trying to do on that campus. Trying to suffocate it. Not only that, we partnered with a local church that would pick us up, pick folks up every Sunday, take them to church, even during weekday service sometime they have, they'll pick us up, take us to church, take us out to dinner. First time that type of partnership had ever happened on that campus. And that partnership lasted for many, many, many more years after that. Because then now there were students who were hungry for God. And we partnered with a church off campus. So it just spread. And then now I'm reminded, Holy Spirit just brought back to my memories. I forgot all about this. There was this couple that kept coming on campus. Claimed they wanted to party with me and they wanted to talk with me and can come on campus. Now I know that what I know now, they were, that was a witch and warlock because I knew even now it was my spirit don't agree with them. I'm not connected with these people. My spirit would not connect. I said something is off about these people. I, I just know something. More people confirm. I don't know something off with them. Something ain't right. Whatever. But they, they were pastors. But I know now they were witches and warlocks. I didn't know then, but I just knew my spirit was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not. I tried to avoid them. They came and eventually they stopped coming around. But they were just weird. But it was something off. Like Holy Spirit quickly checked. Like, nope, don't do not open yourself up to them. Uh, and then the craziest thing is one of my other friends in ministry started connecting them. I was like, bruh, you need to cut that off because because he was hungry for attention. But no, you need to cut it off. I'm telling you, this ain't no good. And so uh, just just putting that in perspective. Just putting that in perspective. So but all that was a strong. It was an attack. It was strategic. They were trying from different angles and it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. So what's going on in your life? What, does, what are the strong men doing behind the scenes with you? What strongholds have they been building trying to stop you, trying to slow you down, trying to set you back, trying to shut you up? No, you can't allow that to happen. That's why our obedience, obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes, people are going to try to slander your name. The enemy's going to try to smear your name. The enemy's going to try to smear your name. The strong man would try to weaken you so you're too weary to fight. That was the goal because a couple of things hurt me. I was like, man, how the folks going to lie on me? I was shocked. Like, that was the first time in my life where, like, I started hearing for real, like, straight, like, straight. I like, somebody can for real make up a whole lie? Like, I, I that was new to me. Maybe I was too guarded, protected, but that was new to me. I knew people lied, but not making up a whole complete just just elaborate lie. Like I'm and I'm thinking, like, how did they place me in that? How did my name get in that? How did my name even come up in that? Don't y'all know who I am? Y'all know me by how how you gonna think that's gonna be me? So that's when I first understood about conspiracies. I said, wow, okay. Now some of that stuff hurt at first. Now I'm like, whoa, like cause I cause you know I wanna you wanna have a good name. I like who's lying on me. But then even in that, there's some folks like, nah. No, that ain't the core. I ain't win. That ain't dude. We ain't buying that. That ain't we ain't buying that at all. That's a lie. And the person, and then some of the lies that came and they was told the people got back to me. It was like we knew better than that. Like I don't know what they. We know something right. They jealous of you. Like people who people come to the defense that I I don't even know like that. There's more for you than that or against you, but you got to keep walking, stay in obedience because the strong man is going to try to do anything, going to try to use anybody, any person, anything, any situation to try to build up more strongholds against you. But you got to keep pressing forward. You got to stay in obedience. You got to stay true to what God's called you to do. 
And now that I, I got another joke. This is all run together. It's all come at you now. But it all goes to what I'm saying now. Uh, the same VP, uh, who's our advisor over some other organization we're over. He was he was a VP of you know one high position at the school, but he also was over you know an advisor in one of our organizations at that point in time. Um, and so uh, he said uh, we had this event, and uh, there was a first place, we a first and second, I think first and second place, first place and runner up, and. Uh, so they realized that the money wasn't right quite where they wanted to be. They like, well, we can save a little money. So let's just say it's a first place winner. There's no second place winner. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, we advertise. We can't lie about this thing. Now, my, not my name on it. Not, not my, not, you could do what you want to do, but y'all not going to lie with my name in it. That's not, that's not going to fly. And so he's back. For, so, so I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. So I announced it, said whatever. And so they was trying to get away with it. You know, he was trying to get away with this. The guy, the guy who had second place, he was looking, he was like, uh, was, was it a second place prize, whatnot? And, you know, so everybody look around, they're kind of like, yeah, you know, whatever. And so he got it. So, so this particular VP was upset. And, uh, so I guess I was, uh, the rebel. I was the radical. I was the one who didn't know how to get in line. Uh, and, and my friends came back to it. They said, you know, what he told us, he said, y'all need to take him behind the shed and whoop his, you know what? That, that's what he told him. He said, y'all need to take him behind the shed somewhere and y'all need to beat him. Y'all need y'all need to make teach him a lesson. They we pretty much put a hit out on me. Of course they weren't gonna do it. But it was like, wow, he for real put a he straight up authorized us to straight take you behind the shed and beat you. Like he for real was like, he need to be taught a lesson. Now I know it's a spirit behind it. And this again, a Christian man. Do a lot of stuff in his church. Coming sideways. And they told me about it because they came back and told me, but it's just crazy. The stuff, when I look at all of the the different stuff that anyone's trying to do to shut me up, to shut me down, et cetera, et cetera, but you got to hold your ground. You, you, you got to hold your ground. And God will put people in place to defend your character, your integrity, et cetera, et cetera, even when you don't have to say a word. There's a time to speak. There's a time to be silent. Strongholds. Strongholds. So that the strong man can keep throwing their dots and keep throwing their dots and keep throwing their dots. So, again, the strong man wants us to walk in the flesh. So we try to fight them in the flesh. They know that we can't win in the flesh. And in verse four, again, we're still in Second Corinthians uh, 10. Verse four talks about the weapons of our warfare. The weapons of our warfare. And one of the definitions, if you look up the the uh, the, the, the Greek word for warfare in this passage one of the definition is military service military service that alone lets us know that we're in a war that lets us know that we're in a war that we're in a war you are a real soldier in a real war and you have real weapons in the spirit it's not a physical war but it's a spiritual war and spiritual wars are much higher level than a physical war. We're not in some pretend war. We're not in some theoretical war. This is a real war with real enemies. And the strong man is one of the main enemies in your life. We must put it in perspective to see again how serious this actually is. The enemy is crafty. The enemy is crafty. 
Yeah, my sis said, sis said good thing she was at school at the same time with me. They, they, well, there's a lot of people who wanted to fight. So I had some goons around me too now. Uh, but I wasn't about that life. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, you can have some folks around you who going to go to war for you. It's good to have some folks around you who are to go, go to war with you. Amen? Uh, but I prefer goons around me, goons in the spirit who can go to war with me and around with the spirit. And so, but we put in perspective, the strong man, hear me clearly. You, this going to put it all in perspective. The strong man has been assigned to you by Satan to serve as a general to lead evil troops in pers persistent, relentless, and major attacks and assaults against you, period. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it slow so you understand why this is serious, why you can't afford not to pray. The strong men or strong men have been assigned to you by Satan to serve as a general to lead evil troops in persistent, relentless, and major attacks and assaults against you, period. See the strong man as a general, and they got troops who working under them. And this strong man with their troops, and it just one, this strong man with their troops, a whole army has been assigned to attack you. Let, let's let's call it what it is. A whole army. Not we not even gotten to witches, warlock, and sorcerer. A whole that's you got a whole demonic army. You got whole witchcraft networks, networks of witches, networks of warlocks who are trying to come after you. That's what that's what type of war we talking about here. Hello, that's the type of war we talking about here. Simple as that, and that's a good point right there, Felicia. That that when you expose the strong man, it'll expose the people that's been working with the strong man. Or who's being used by the strong man. So again, understand that you got a general and his armies coming against you. So now guess what? You have to be persistent and relentless to, 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 to make major counterattacks and assaults against any demonic kingdom assigned against you. Assigned against your family. Assigned against your destiny. So you, as a godly strong man, must use your godly stronghold. And weapons to destroy the strong man and their troops. You as a godly strong man must use your godly stronghold. God is our stronghold and weapons that he's given us. To destroy the strong man and their troops. So we're not in a flesh fight. We're not in a flesh fight against the strong man and his troops. Our weapons are not of the world. Because worldly weapons cannot accomplish anything in a war in the spirit realm. The strong man wants us to get caught up in the situation so we can look at it through our natural eyes. The strong man then wants us to curse ourselves. Follow me now. The strong man then wants us to curse ourselves by speaking bad declaration, declaring bad things over us based on the situation. Because we're looking, by, looking at what we see. Don't speak what you see in the natural, but speak life. Speak what the outcome is supposed to be, what the outcome's going to be. Let the strong man know that you won't bite the bait. Let the strong man know that I'm coming for you. Repeat after me. Strong man. 
I'm coming for you. Say it again. Strong man. I'm coming for you. Simple as that. We're not backing down. We're not shrinking back. We're not shrinking back. You got to let them know that you mean business because, again, they're going to try all your faith. They're going to try every bit of authority that's in you, every bit of power you say you have. They're going to test it. Hello? But guess what? Now we're going to test every bit of power and authority they think they have. They call themselves big and bad. They call themselves a stronghold, strong man. Guess what? We strong men too. Fire for fire. Power for power. Altar versus altar. We ain't going nowhere. We're here for this. And we win. You got to understand, you win. You win. And also a stronghold is referred to as a castle, a fortress, or anything that was fortified. And in this passage, it was figuratively speaking of a fortified wall of defense that was based on arguments and reasoning that the philosophers during that time and the teachers of that time, they tried to use to try to discredit the word of God. It was a spiritual issue. So with our spiritual weapons, we can pull down these strongholds. And this passage paints a picture of how the enemy will attempt to build a stronghold or a wall around you and hide behind it while attempting to use it as a defense or offense against the foes of Christ. That's again why we have to tear down these walls. As I said earlier, you got to tear down these walls. And anything the enemy is trying to build around it. You got to tear it down. You got to crush it. You got to eliminate it. And not back down. You can't back down. And that's how we're going to destroy those strongholds. Tear it down. Crush it. Utterly destroy it. Utterly dismantle it. Utterly dismantle it. And anything against the will of God is a stronghold that the strong man has built. Anything against the will of God is a stronghold that the strong man has built. Any thought pattern contrary to God's will is Satan's attempt to exalt himself above the truth of God. You have to cast it down in Jesus' name. You must tear down walls set up by the enemy through prayer, through the study of God's word, through clearing of his word, through praise and worship, through obedience to God. You must truly live by faith because a strong man wants you to live by fear. You have the ability, the ability to demolish the strongholds, to take captive and punish disobedience in the spirit. And the way you punish disobedience is simply through obedience. And you are a royalty of God sent from heaven to rule on earth on his behalf. You got to take your place. You got to take your seat. And then verse five talks about bringing those ungodly thoughts into captivity. And watch this now. Again, the Greek word for captive in this passage is another military term. It means to take captive in war. It's war against him. You got to take those evil seeds, those thoughts of the enemy captive. Make them a prisoner of war. Uh, in other words, it says to take captive in war, to subdue and to make a prisoner or to bring under control. Our wicked enemies could be prisoners of war and they ain't going to make it out. 
And this is what we must do to those working for the strong man and those working with the strong man. Then we can begin to uproot the strong man. Then we can uproot the strong man. We can do this. We got this. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. And we can wipe them out. We're going to destroy them. And I had one more passage, but we'll pick up on that the next time. Because uh, we're already uh, approaching the 830 mark. Um, so I guess uh, so we won't have Bible study next Tuesday because that's uh, Christmas Eve. But uh, we should reconvene the following Tuesday. Uh, but again, it'll be out. It'll be posted uh, when we re- re- resume. It'll be announced on prayer closet uh, either way. Amen. Uh, so the first call. And again, so now you put in perspective again that God is our stronghold, our defense, our protection, our shield, our place of refuge, our security. We are a godly strong man. God is our godly stronghold, our stronghold. And we can defeat demonic strongholds, destroy demonic strongholds that demonic strong men have established. And it can be layers, many strongholds, but we can destroy them all through our persistent, consistent prayer, chasing after God, seeking him, seeking him, seeking him, seeking him. That positions us to dominate every strong man and their troops that are coming after us. Amen. Again, the first call, if you're not saved, look, the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. Christ came that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly. You cannot get it right without Christ. You cannot get it right without him. Salvation is not the is not the end. It is just the beginning. We start at salvation. We can draw close to God. So it begins at salvation. And so if you're not saved, it's your opportunity. You can repeat after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again from the dead with all power in your hand. Father God, please forgive me for my sins, known and unknown. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I want to live for you. I belong to you and you belong to me. If you just said that for the first time, you are saved and we welcome you to the family of God. There are angels in heaven rejoicing and we rejoice with you and welcome you to the family of God. And uh, again, if you can also send an email to info at decorgreen.org uh, to get some more information to help you on your new journey. Uh, and of course, the second call is if you, you've been listening, you've been coming week after week after week, you've been growing, you've been being stretched, you've been being pushed, you've been hearing the sound. No matter where you are across the globe, it's not just about being within inside four walls. It's you hearing the sound and God doing a new thing and you being a part of that new thing that he's doing. And if you know that I'm your pastor, your spiritual cover, no matter where you are across the globe, you can send an email to info at decorgreen.org, info at decorgreen.org, saying you want to become a member of Upper Room Kingdom. Uh, and so we welcome you in advance to the room. We're looking forward to uh, advancing God's kingdom together with you. Amen. Uh, awesome. And so, uh, and remember uh, our church on the go live service. We just had uh, one on this past Sunday. Our next one is uh, Saturday, uh, December the 28th at 11 a.m. at the Embassy Suites Atlanta Alpharetta uh, in Alpharetta, Georgia. Uh, that's the MEC Suites Atlanta Alpharetta. Uh, so you can go ahead uh, and make your plans to be there. Uh, it's be our last church and go service of this calendar year. 
Uh, so looking forward to seeing you near and far. And again, what God is going to continue to release as we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. Amen. So uh, we will close out in prayer. Father God, we come now to the end of yet another Bible study. We thank you, God, for continuing to expose our wicked enemies, oh God, that those evil strongholds are being destroyed, that those evil strong men and their evil troops will be destroyed. We thank you, God, continue to give us endurance, continue to give us strength, continue to give us stamina as we move forward to advance your kingdom, oh God. We thank you, God, that we will not grow weary in well-doing. For you said in due season, we shall reap if we don't faint. I decree and declare Everyone under the sound of my voice shall not faint, O God, and that they shall reap their great harvest. They shall move forward and conquer and rule and take the land, O God, that you bestowed upon them. We thank you for your promises that are manifested in the lives of these, your people. We said that heaven knows now to go forth and do war against every demon which warlock social who will try to come against these, your people, O God, to destroy every stronghold, every wall, every barrier, every defense they try to put in front of us. Let it crash and burn. Let it be destroyed. I declare your spirit of peace will rest upon each and every one under the sound of my voice and your ministry angels minister unto them minister in their home we thank you we love you we praise you it's in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen and please 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 even though we're not meeting next week remember go back and listen to this bible study you're not gonna get it all in one sitting holy spirit will open your eyes up to more because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of god so again make sure you go back and catch that replay this replay listen to it again take notes etc as you move forward. Amen. So as always, remember that you are the breath of God and God never wastes a breath. This is Apostle Corey Green sign out. God bless you. Have a smile upon you. See you soon. Warriors, thank you for tuning in to the Spiritual Warfare Network podcast and applying today's teaching. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow Apostle Green on social media.